the apex Hello and welcome to the Sports Zone, the Apex show. The show that has to do with all your Formula One news and all your Formula One updates. The Emilia Romagna Grand Prix has come and gone, but it was, however, a bittersweet one. As we remembered Ayrton Siena, who tragically passed away in the 1994 Italian Grand Prix, but also had one of the two celebrations still to come, with Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes breaking and setting new records. I am Oarevledi Poku for The Apex Show and I am however just one third of the magic that happens here. So to Ranks and to Pumezo, gentlemen, welcome to The Apex. Good morning Aura and thank you for the lovely introduction and good morning to Pumezo. It was a lovely Grand Prix weekend. It was a Hamilton masterclass and really a lovely return to Imola. What an exciting race. Morning, morning Bila, morning Ranks. I would like to start off today by saying R.I.P. to Ayrton Senna, the GOAT. You know, he will forever be in our hearts, you know, forever be respected into the sport. And guys, what we'll be covering today is uh, Lewis Hamilton's 93rd win. Mercedes winning the Constructors' Championship. Verstappen's blowout. Uh, George Russell's crash. May I add one more? This this one is just, you know, poking a bit. Alban. Alban. I feel that Alban is at a disadvantage in that team. But we'll talk about it, guys. Thank you so much for letting us know what it is that we will be discussing on the Apex show today. Now getting into the Emiliana Romagna Grand Prix. As you said, so many, so many, so many talking points. The excitement, the bittersweet moments. Let us get into it, gentlemen. Let's start off, actually, with that last one that you mentioned. Alex Alban. I think Alex Alvin has officially driven himself out of that Red Bull chair because week after week, we've wanted more from him. We've expected more from him. And being at Red Bull, the expectancy to do well is always there with every single race. He was down and out in the beginning of the season. He started having a little bit of a come up. You know, he had a good podium place, at, not a podium place, but good standing place at, at one of the particular races. But this particular one, he, man, I, I, there's nothing else to say. Ranks, I don't know, maybe you can, you might add something else that you, you saw with, with regards to Albon because I don't know what it is anymore that the team can do for him. Alex Albon, I think he has really driven his last race for Red Bull Racing. He really tried his best. Uh, he really put in an effort. He had a great performance uh, a few races out when he got his podium. And he, but one thing he really has been is very inconsistent. And he hasn't really challenged Max Verstappen. So, uh, yeah, I think his Red Bull seat for next year is really unjustified and should really be given to someone who's, who can really challenge Max Verstappen and the two Mercedes up front. Because, I mean, it's literally right now just a three-man show when it should be at least a four-man show, you know? I mean, Ranks, you put it so perfectly by saying it should be at least a four-man show. But time after time this season, we've seen Mercedes 1-2 finish and then Verstappen in there. Verstappen wins an odd race. Valtteri Bottas wins an odd race. But the podium seems to be the same people over and over again. And he doesn't seem to be getting closer to that. But speaking on Red Bull and staying, oh, staying with Red Bull, rather, 
Max Verstappen, man, you can't help but feel bad for, for what happened. I mean, he was on his way to such a deserved, deserved second place finish. And unfortunately, you know how cars are, man. They are the most unpredictable things, yet we love them and we need them. Max Verstappen will be greatly disappointed with how he ended his race. Look at it in my view, now. Pierre Gasly was in the same shoes as Albon, né? And things didn't work out for him. Things are not working out for Albon at Red Bull currently. Why so? Why so? Like, I, f- I feel like, you know, it's either Verstappen or the highway in that team. Uh, no, no facts proven. But I feel like it's Verstappen or the highway. Gasling, Gasling is in thing now. Uh, Toro Rosso is doing well. He's doing freaking well. I feel like something needs to change that rebel. We know Verstappen is a golden boy, we understand that. Uh, Lewis Hamilton is a golden boy in Mercedes, but you don't see them turn out, you know, make uh, Porter struggle that much with all his struggles, but not, not as much as Albany is struggling at, um, at Red Bull. There's something going on that we don't know about. And I feel like if he were to leave, if he were to leave Red Bull, he would do well. He would be like Pierre Gasly. You know, that's my two cents. I- I think I agree with you. There's just so much pressure being in that Red Bull seat that we start to forget how brilliant of a driver these men are. Because you speak about Gasling and we speak about all the other people that have, you know, relinquished their chair in particular teams because the pressure or the results weren't going their way. Looking at it now, looking at the way Alex Albin is, I really do feel that maybe next season he really will not be in that seat, but it also presents an opportunity for somebody else now to get that seat. And week after week, race after race, it seems to be that he doesn't want it anymore. It's as if the efforts are not aligning, maybe the stars are not aligning in his favor, but there seems to be a struggle with him in that Red Bull car and it doesn't seem to be getting any better even now towards the end of the season with only four races remaining. That's three DNFs now in all of the races that happened in Italy. Both Monza and Mugello both didn't got a DNF and now Imola. He's got a real bad boogie in Italy. It's very unfortunate but hey man he's just got to pick himself up and keep it moving. This one might be a little bit harder to swallow because just kind of like how I said, he had such a phenomenal race. I mean, from, you know, from when they started, he already outstarted Lewis Hamilton, you know, went in there into second place. Lewis Hamilton fell into third. So he was all around having such a good race. Everything seemed to be going well. The tires weren't much of a problem, you know, not this time around anyway. And for him to not get a do not finish for the third time in the same country, that's a problem. <laughs> like, that's some kind of voodoo that like he's not trying to go back there next year or what's happening. But that's something that needs to be investigated because it that is not something that happens on a regular occasion where a, a driver struggles so much in a country, let alone does not finish a race. That is ridiculous you just blew my mind having to take me back to the fact that all his do not finishes were in italy so looking at just how he started and just how he finished man i mean it's it's insane because he's also just looking at points tally wise you know individual one as well as for red bull because he's the only one that has been contributing on a regular basis with regards to that um i don't know maybe pumezo has a different feeling to this 
Nah, you know what I'm thinking is something that's just beyond your control. So that you can do. All he can do now is just, you know, accept the fate. <laughs> you know, I know it's coincidental that you know, all these things happen in the same country, but because if you look at Bottas in the same race, you know, though he suffered, you know, him losing his, his spot due to debris that he saw, but he couldn't avoid. Maybe it's debris that uh, thingy Max didn't see that punctured his tire. I don't know, but I feel like, ah, man, you know, he must, mustn't be too hard on himself. He'll be fine, you know, keep his head up. Next race, he can do well. You know, for me, uh, Italy was, was meant for Bottas. I think it was just Bragard saying, you know what, <laughs> Max, hey, I know you drove well, but boy, this man deserves to be somewhere up there. Mercedes <laughs> team truly are a class above everyone else. The culture that Total Wolf has developed in that Mercedes team that no blame culture we know they win as a team they lose as a team they really try give the drivers the best tools possible and just overall you can see this from the strategist to the pit crew to the drivers they're all fighting together for one purpose and that is to win all the time and when they don't win it's always back to the drawing board how can we improve what went wrong what can we learn and you know like even when they lose you can hear that no they're not sour they're not mad they're like okay this is a lesson for how we win next time you know and it's really admirable the leadership total wolf has showed and really my hat goes out to him and also the late nikki lauda who also really i think was a great influence in that team because his 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 key insights and discipline really just shaped that technical that technical side to make them such a such a power horse that no other team has you know it re- like it's really admirable and it's congratulations to mercedes on their seventh constructors championship and i think also their hundredth race victory as a constructor it's really such an honor to watch this team make history with that said now um i mean we're obviously still wondering when the negotiations for the new contract will take place you know regarding lewis hamilton and toto and mercedes do you think they are taking longer with this contract not not necessarily because he doesn't want to sign a new one but because lewis now sees an opportunity to be a little bit more involved going forward now with regards to decisions being made how they want to go about you know achieving certain things so do you think it has to do with the fact that he wants a little bit more responsibility not just being you know the driver and technically the face of mercedes because like we said they can only get better from here and you know i just want to ridicule the little comments that lewis hamilton has made that he's not sure whether he will be in formula one i don't know if i can imagine formula one without lewis i don't know if lewis can wake up every day without formula one either so i would like to believe that that is not happening and the new contract will be discussed now very soon within the next month or so so do you think it's because he wants a little bit more responsibility and wants to have a little bit more say in how things are being done at mercedes yeah i feel like he wants to be more involved play a more integral part when it comes to f1 mercedes uh patronus 
But you know, it, it all depends on Toto Wolf and uh, the CEO and all of that. But I think he knows that his time is coming up, so he wants to be, you know, have had acquired a different skill from the skill that he already has. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's just an issue of how much and how long. Lewis has really been in the sport for a long time and I think the sport will only continue to get better. So after he secures his seventh world champion, I think that's when he'll sit down with Toto and the team and really just get to the nitty gritty of the details. I mean, it is a COVID market and things are severely affected from the sponsors to the overall running of the team. So I think once the championship for this year is out the way, they'll really sit down and get to the details of, of what he wants to do and how much freedom he'll have outside of formula one as well i mean he works with uh, a few brands to push his uh environmentally friendly agenda and he is a he's really an advocate for social change as well and he needs to be given the freedom and the tools to do that so that's why i think his contract will take a little bit longer because there's a lot of technical things that need to go in to make sure that lewis is in the pinnacle of motorsport for the next few years to come. Ranks, you raised such a valid point there because with regards to Lewis Hamilton and wanting to bring light or shedding light on some of these really, really must be spoken about topics such as the Breonna Taylor killing or rather the Black Lives Matter movement. I think with regards to that, he felt maybe that he didn't get the support he needed him he said it so many times throughout the season and even when he did speak out i think the fia were on his case he got a a penalty here or somewhere somehow they they were trying to find ways to break him down or hush him or keep him quiet and every single week he came back stronger than ever we saw this across the board with so many sporting heroes naomi osaka shed the light on that one every single time she went into the court she had a different mask with so many different people's names just to say these matters matter to me they matter to the world it is a genuine human right so i think he just wants support with regards to some of those matters outside of just being within the 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 grand prix in itself so that contract will take a little bit of time and like you said covid has affected so many things we don't even know when the next race or next rather season will start with regarding um formula one but Looking at now where Lewis Hamilton is, looking at the points tally, look how much further he has to go. Lewis Hamilton can win the seventh championship in the next Grand Prix. He can win it in Turkey if Valtteri Bottas does not outscore him by more than seven points. So looking at how the season has gone, if Lewis Hamilton wins and Valtteri Bottas comes in second, Lewis Hamilton wins the Turkish Grand Prix as well as wrapping up the seventh championship but if it's the other way around if Valtteri Bottas wins and Lewis Hamilton doesn't win or comes in second he does have that seven point that he needs to so they will take it into the following week but I think this one is is, is kind of done and dusted and we're just waiting to break that final final Ferrari hurdle that we've been chasing for so long or Mercedes rather that they've been chasing for so long. Lewis decision is it's tough, you know, it's tough for him. There's a lot of things that I need to consider. But, like you say, Mille, you know, after he wins, you know, the seventh championship, that's when you know, I think we'll sit down as well with Toto and them. They dissect, you know, the way forward, playing the way forward, you know, where he sees himself, you know, in the sport, or there's one adventure elsewhere, you know. There's a lot of compo- components that he needs to consider. 
and uh you know we'll see when the time nears and we'll hopefully you know he'll still be in the sports and we'll see where it goes man but um he's gonna win the the seventh championship you know let us not play ourselves even if he doesn't win it in the next coming race but he's he's gonna win it mercedes-benz is gonna do the things as much as lewis is also uh an advocate for human rights he's also an advocate for environmental issues uh he started we recently started a new racing team called x44 for a racing series called extreme e extreme e is very similar to dakar except that this racing series goes to uh, areas affected by climate change to raise awareness um, about uh, climate change in this area and how climate change has affected the environment. So Extreme E is a, is a like an off-roading uh, rally type of series where he will own a team and, and be supporting this team on and off the field. And I think Mercedes will definitely be playing a part on the technical role and maybe even a sponsorship role. So, you know, big ups to Lewis for doing a lot outside of his racing career, his fashion line, his social justice programs and now he runs a extreme e team so big ups to my boy lewis big ups to lewis hamilton man i didn't even know anything about this so i will do my due diligence to go learn some more about what he's trying to do already just putting his name out there with regards to you know not just being in the car himself but also affording that opportunity to to other people other people with the same passion as as he does so I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more of Lewis Hamilton and seeing how he advocates for such things with regards to, you know, creating those opportunities for all those that want to be involved. But one thing I also like about the, um, this side to Lewis Hamilton is earlier when we were talking about George Russell and his crash, you know, just before we end off this segment of the Romania Grand Prix, George Russell made a mistake through... Um, when the safety car was deployed and he 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 wrote something on twitter how he keeps reliving it and you know thinking about it and he apologized and it was so humbling to see some of the other drivers including lewis hamilton saying listen i've made countless mistakes and you know you, you just keep your head up high look forward you know wait for the next one and i'm guessing now two weeks until the turkey grand prix is a little bit of time for him to recover i guess you know gather himself and, and look and say listen it happened i'm gonna dust this off and pick myself up and come back the you know the driver that we all know george russell to be i mean ranks we were talking about him just a couple of weeks ago how incredible he really is and something like this really shouldn't deter him too much because it's formula one crashes happen all the time it's unfortunate what happened to george russell he's a young talented driver and these things are going to happen and i think that's just a life lesson that when you're young you are going to make mistakes you are still going to learn in your field but i mean it's about how it's not about how you get down it's, it's about how you get back up uh to revisit what happened it was during the safety car he was on a hard compound of tire and that tire takes a while to activate temperature wise so when you're going slowly behind the safety car there is very little temperature going into the tire and it doesn't heat up as well as it should so what happened is that he put a bit too much power uh as he was warming up the tire trying to warm up the tires during the safety car and he and he and he, and he put it straight into the barrier 
so it was unfortunate that he just couldn't really get it under control and unfortunately he dropped he was on course for a point his first formula one point in in this in his second season and it just didn't come together for him so he just needs to keep his he just needs to put in the back of his mind uh when it comes turkey and move on it was just an mistake and i can't blame himself for that as rings was saying you know he was trying to warm up the tires he was just too throttle happy but <laughs> you know what can you do when you try to warm up those hard those hard compounds and uh you know like, like the, the, the rest of the 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 driver said it happens to the best of them you know he just needs to learn from it and i think what discouraged him more that he was going to get that first point you know for william but ah man he'll be fine you know <laughs> still young still has a long way to go still needs to get a better team <laughs> uh but no man I, the future is bright hopefully i heard rumors that uh Williams might they might let him go. I hope they don't do that because that's a he's a proper talent. He's a proper talent for me. Just needs a good car. Guys, I feel like you summed up the Italian Grand Prix very well. We we're about to give it up to the lovely lady, the queen of intros and outros, Bile. Rangs and Pumezo, it's always such a pleasure getting together with you guys and speaking everything that has to do with your formula one news because we all watch the grand prix you know just kind of like everything else in life we all see it with our own eyes but what we take from it is a little bit more different and i get to learn from you guys and i get to understand the complexity behind formula one and what it takes to run such a phenomenal team such as mercedes such as red bull such as alfa turo and anything else in between this has been the apex show speaking about the emilia romagna where we he also took a moment to recognize legendary Arten Siena, who tragically passed away in the Italian Grand Prix back in 1994. Until we meet again after the Turkish Grand Prix, whether Lewis Hamilton will still be the six-time world champion, or better yet, how we have said now on the apex that he probably will be a seven-time champion at that time. Until we meet again at the Turkish Grand Prix for the Apex Show, I am Oara Poko. Until next time, Sports Zone and the Apex is out.